Well, I think we've been through all the dynamics of that. You know, he looked at his options and made his decision. We weren't as good an option as uh, Tampa. It wasn't a question of not one, that's for sure. I know that locker room. I know that home locker room. I know that home tunnel. I know, you know, which way the wind blows. I know everything about that. I know the way it smells. I know what a night game's like. I know what the fans are going to sound like. So in some ways, that'll be really unique. I've never had that experience going to, you know, New England will be a first time for me being on the other sideline. Can you hear me? I'm in California. Well, we're talking about college football. <laughs> Doug Brumfield is not <laughs> this entire this week. I will be playing Tom Brady and uh, Bill Belichick with this song. I guess at some point I should stop expecting you to have rejoins that have anything to do with what we're talking about. But one day, uh, Cameron Friel, according to Sam Gordon, is still taking snaps. Yes, with the no Doug one. Brumfield, no Brumfield. So it's Wednesday game on Saturday. I'd have to imagine we are not going to see Doug Brumfield at this point. No, but uh, Tate Martell with his uh, plantar fasciitis is out practicing. So out that's a little. Uh, yeah. That's a little interesting. But poor Arroyo already Justin ruled him out. Rogers. Arroyo said he wouldn't be back until after the he bye said two week. to three weeks. Yeah, so I assume that's just a hey, get out there, see what you can do. Not really a hey, you're going to play on Saturday. Arroyo's a former quarterback. Up. He should be out there throwing passes. He should. Yeah, he should be out there. Now, well, he's out there with the sunglasses. We talked earlier in the show about the Mountain West and frankly, what's going to happen to this conference because you could have two teams leaving in Colorado State and Air Force very soon. And then the threat is out there that San Diego State and Boise State could get picked off by the Big 12. And that's why they. We're not interested in joining the AAC. Where is UNLV? I, that's a great question. You know, when the AAC first came out with the supposed four teams, you and I talked about it and said, are they involved at all here? I mean, with any kind of conference expansion or any kind of invites, if you're not on the list for the AAC, given what the town now has and is a professional town and everyone in any conference comes here for their championships and you weren't even mentioned in that list, that is not a good sign whatsoever. We have multiple reports here. One was that initial report about the AAC being interested in four Mountain West teams, Colorado State Air Force, San Diego State, Boise State, not UNLV. And then we have added on to that that two of those schools, Boise State and San Diego State, weren't interested in joining the AAC. Right. They're waiting for the Power Five. They're more interested because they think they can get a Big 12 offer in the future. Right. How UNLV is not mentioned in any part of those conversations, it's kind of unbelievable given the rest of the schools in the Mountain West. Like, it's kind of unbelievable cool. that Air Force and Colorado State are ahead of UNLV in this pecking order. I want to ask you, though, and because every we've always said it's a cliche, we say it so much, everything's about football. Is this a direct indictment just on their football yes. program? Because yes. they pretty much have a lot of other things. They've gotten better academically with the with the medical school and the law school. Supposedly presidents are, you know, interested in that. Okay, say what you want. Um, you know, they have a basketball program that hasn't been in the NSA tournament in a long time, but they haven't been awful. They haven't been so bad. They're like, oh boy, we couldn't touch them. They have a new coach who, you know, maybe he can get them better. Uh, some of their Olympic sports are very good. Like there's, you go through the list of what it's important. Like I said, it's a pro town. Uh, you know, they're playing in Allegiant Stadium, and the one thing you keep coming back to is they're just terrible at football. Yep. Their UNLV football has not played a relevant game in years. I mean, do you consider the heart of Dallas no, Bowl relevant? I don't. Okay, like if because if we're talking about a, a power conference or even the American, right? 
you want to have games that a television network wants to put on TV, right? You want to have sure. football games that ESPN or CBS want. or Fox want to put on TV. And UNLV has not played a game that anyone wants to put on TV in a very long time. And if they have, not to be, if they have, they've been at Ohio State, they've been at Michigan. Next year, they're at Notre Dame. Yeah. They're at someplace. I have no problem with it. You're going to get a check. That's fine. You don't have a lot of money comparatively. I get that. But that's the only time they have a shot to be on a regular network. They're so, going to play a team that's going to pay them a million dollars. I, it's it's stunning that UNLV would not be mentioned in any of this, and it's put UNLV in a pretty horrible spot right now because, like we talked about with Colorado State, the only logic you can think of for Colorado State to leave the Mountain West right now for the AAC is that they think the Mountain West is going to lose Boise State and San Diego State, right. which would make the Mountain West in a bad spot. And Colorado State is basically, they're getting off the ship before it even starts to sink, is what Colorado State is doing. It might never sink, but they're getting off before it right. even has the chance to sink. If this domino effect plays out, if Colorado State and Air Force leave, and then two years down the road, whatever it is, the Big 12 or the Pac-12 expands, and Boise State and San Diego State leave, leave this conference. The rest of the Mountain West is a horrible yeah. conference because you're talking about Utah State, New Mexico, San Jose State, Fresno State, UNLV, Reno, Nevada, Wyoming. Those are your and Hawaii just for football. Those are your eight members that are left. And, and who's putting they, them on television? Right. And if they add teams, they, the teams have been North Texas. It's Tulsa. Tulsa, Texas, San Antonio. Hell, one time it was North Dakota State was mentioned. None of that is remotely interesting to put on TV. None of that is remotely competitive in the world of college football. Some of that might be competitive in the world of college basketball, but not yes. really. I mean, Nevada's had some really good teams. I don't know that they're going to get back to where they we don't were know what Kevin's going to do out at UNLV. We don't know yet. New Mexico and UNLV have both sucked for a while now, but they're both sort of considered. Oh, they turn it around. They could right. be good. Like, there's maybe some hope that there's some decent basketball in that, but that's a terrible conference. And if you're UNLV, you'd be looking at a situation where Colorado State left, Air Force left, San Diego State left, Boise, Boise State, State left, left, and you're just stuck and looking around, there. saying what happened. And hell, go back a decade. TCU left, Utah left, yeah, BYU, BYU left. left. Like you're talking about a conference where six, seven other programs were picked over you to go to a better conference. Right. And if you're UNLV, what's left? Like you're, it's you and Utah State. Yeah. Like I, I don't even know what the good program would be if all of that. Well, UNLV were to would happen. be the. I mean, uh, you, the cream take, of the crop in the Well, West? I mean, again, it goes back <laughs> to football. football so not game. in the sense of football, but just a name recognition. They'd really be it that would be left. So that, and I think that that reasoning right there is why Colorado State's leaving to go to the yeah. American because they'd look around and say, "Oh, it'd be us in Utah State. We better get the hell out of here." So at least it's us in Memphis, right? right? At least it's us in South Florida, right? So. That's that's the horrifying conversation right now if you're UNLV that you could be left out of this. If the Big 12 decides in two years to add two teams and they decide those two teams are Boise State and San Diego State, your only prayer at that point is that the Pac-12 decides to expand. Mm -hmm. But hell, we talked to John Wilner a couple weeks ago and he couldn't think of a good reason to put UNLV in the Pac-12. Right. Couldn't think of one. The only reason is the market and John Wilner said they already have the market. 
they're, they're already here, here for they, their they events. Own this market. Yeah, they're already they already, they're already have, here. They're here for their events and they're on TV yeah. here all the time. Like it's not like the Pac-12 isn't in Vegas, so they don't need UNLV to get into no. this market. So it's a brutal spot to be. I mean, it's a massive reality check for UNLV to be looking around saying, "Why is everybody else flirting with other conferences and not us?" All right, now let me ask you this: An SEC president wants to leave the NCA. Are you surprised, anonymous SEC president? The Autonomy Five conferences should be an organization unto itself, leaving the NCAA to manage everyone else. And we've heard about this for years, the so-called super conference, where you get 60 teams, and if you're uh, if you're on the outside looking in, it's not good. And at this point, UNLV, I think, would be in the conversation. Could they even get into the 60 if that's kind of the magic number? Like, I'm not I'm not doubting, and it all deals with TV contracts. When all the contracts come up, I get that. There's no nothing happens till TV contracts come up. Like, I'm not so sure this won't happen eventually. Can they make more money leaving the NCAA than they can within the NCAA? Well, if they can TV-wise, they'll right. go. And the argument is that they don't have to share anything with the NCAA. Like the NCAA, right. if you leave it. would be it, their money. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. So that's really, I mean, that's what this comes down to. Can they make more money? And there's a level of, you know, can the SEC convince, hey, the Big 12 and the ACC the whatever, to come with them, right? Basically, a, hey, we're going to break away because we're going to make this much money. People are resistant to change. So you'd have a lot of people that would say, well, don't know if we want to do that, but can they make more money? Because if they can, of course they're going to break away. Now, is this president talking football only? That most likely. So that's, that's not the, give us the NCAA part. tournament, right? That's the interesting part because the NCAA tournament is oh. really the big like moneymaker. Yeah, the big reason that you would not leave the NCAA right, right now because basketball, while it's not on the same level as football, the NCAA tournament is almost on the Absolutely. same level as football in terms of money making. So can you leave football only? Would the NCAA be like, okay, we'll still have you in the NCAA tournament? I think they would. I uh, absolutely but yes, think they would. But I think that's sort of where this ends up in the future, that we have some sort well, of breakaway, some sort of, hey, we're not the NCAA. This is what I don't know, major college football right. division one, whatever the hell they'd end up calling. I'm sure they have a fun acronym for it. And yeah, it's the power conferences, whatever the power conferences look like at that point. But I do think it happens. Cause I do think ultimately they'll decide we can make more money doing this on our own. This isn't just piggybacking on what Tyler said. This isn't like the, this wouldn't be the first time because in the eighties, Literally, college football sued the NCAA under an antitrust law in order for them to be like, we should be able to negotiate our own contracts. TV contracts. Yeah, TV contracts. And you notice that somehow basketball didn't didn't get that freedom when the football right. team, like when football was able to be like, all right, well, we want our football games on this channel and they get to sign a contract. Basketball didn't. I, I see the NCAA in the future being, like, basically sued into oblivion. I don't think the NCAA could stop them. No. If, I mean, they could. And I, I like I said, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If I'm, if I'm ESPN, Fox, CBS, ABC, and the SEC says we're going, and that's – I know what you're saying, I'm but if bidding. I know I can stay in the NCAA and all of the sports and go to the NCAA tournament, if I'm the Pac-12, I'm jamming with these guys right away. Absolutely. I'm going with these guys right I'm not. Yeah. I'm not staying back. Yeah. No absolutely. chance. The only – I mean – in all seriousness, the only legitimate reason that the NCAA in the long run is going to be good for these power conference teams is the NCAA tournament because of... Yeah, but if you can still get that, right. and get if, the hell out of football. you can still be qualified yes. for the NCAA tournament, then who, yeah. who cares? And again, and again, the argument on the NCAA side is, well, 
what's the NCAA tournament if you don't let any of the power conferences? Oh, of course they'd let them in. Of course they'd let them. So in. I think they. I I don't think the NCAA if if they come up with a legitimate plan to break away, I don't think the NCAA is going to have any leverage to no. stop them. I don't think they're going to have much power, much leverage at all no. to stop them. I almost think though, if all the power conferences leave and went okay, and we're doing our own basketball tournament, and we none of us will be competing in the NCAA tournament, it. I I almost think. ESPN, Fox, everybody but CBS would be like chomping at the bit. To... They would, but it wouldn't be. There's enough good basketball outside the power conferences, and there's enough history with the NCAA tournament of, oh, we get to watch Cornell try to take down yeah. Duke or something like that. It would lose that there element. Would be, there, I don't know that we'd be, we'd have fans lose storming the, the streets like we had with the Super League no. in Europe, but there'd be enough backlash to, yeah. wait a minute, you can't break this up. Right. All right, fair enough. But I will say, you know who needs to expand? The Ivies. They only got eight teams in that bad boy. <laughs> UNLV should join the Ivies. I don't know if the academics are good enough for that. <laughs> They're a research university. <laughs> Coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. Guys, guys, did you know that I actually have a civil case against that that stole my husband? Don't sue a stripper. Why not? She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. We only have Sam today. Hello, Sam. Sam is here. There he is. Reporting for duty. There he is. No Ash. No Ash. No Rocky. It's Ashless Wednesday. No Rocky either. I don't even have Rocky. Rocky is at Ashley's parents' house. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, which is sort of Rocky's version of a day spa. Wow. For a CEO, it seems like he never works. <laughs> he takes a lot of naps. <laughs> sometimes even literally on the job. Yeah, it's the best kind of CEO. He has everyone else do the work. Good for him. Uh, Sam, we, I, I did want to ask you a question about a story we were talking about earlier. So to give you the quick background here, a player for the Cowboys... Uh, got suspended because he tried to bribe the NFL's drug tester into, I don't know, not testing him or something like that. And I was curious, if you take a bribe in that scenario and then, like, it comes out, you get caught or whatever, hey, he took a bribe, he didn't actually submit the test, do you have to give that bribe money back? Oh, yeah, do you have to? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a great question. So, well, it I mean... If it it kind of depends on where you know what the bri- if the bribe is part of a uh, a public corruption case, then there are criminal disgorgement rules that require you to give all that money back. Plus, with you know, I guess penalties and interest depending on the statute. Um, this is to me, this is a private organization with a private system. This is a this is really a form of of a fraud on the contract, and so. Probably the, I mean, I'm assuming that the NFL is going to fire the tester if the well, tester were to accept he didn't actually the bribe. Take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't actually yeah, take so it. Yeah, so okay. if he said, yeah, if he said, no, I'm not taking it. But if he had taken it, would they demand he, he give it back? Sure, but they fired him, and it would be a civil matter. And and now it would be a question. They could certainly sue him for that, saying it was an unlawful gain that he that he got from his employment. And they could prevail on that. My guess is they wouldn't. They would just terminate him and walk away from it. Okay. So if he, I guess my follow-up question would be, though, if he had spent the 50 grand already and they were like, okay, we want the money back and he doesn't have it, how do they enforce 
How did well, first of all, I think that if he spent the money in Vegas, he shouldn't have to give it back. <laughs> Darn right. There you so go. let's all let's yeah. all put that asterisk yes. on that He's bad boy. He's a city man. Yeah. Uh, so if he spent it here, yeah, there's uh, there's no clawbacks. Um, and and if but that's the that's the thing with civil cases, right? If you're pursuing someone for money, a very important part of that thing is do they have the money to pay you? <laughs> And one thing that we're very good at, see, you have to, you can't go into these things guns blazing. And I've got clients, for example, immediately, you know, file a lawsuit, get at him, you know, and go, whoa, back up. We're going to have to work with this person to pay you money that they don't want to pay you. And we can go all the way through court and we can go all the way through and everything and make their lives miserable. At the end of it, we get a judgment and they file for BK and you get a goose egg at the end of this entirely painful long process. Let's work something out here. And actually lawyers, in my opinion, like us that are more mediative and more, um, I, I hate to say it, but just diplomatic, you get more for your client in the end because it's all about the, you know, what are they, it's all about the money. It's not, it's not about justice because you don't get that through that. Well, Tyler was doing it for fifty grand, and Jared was doing it for five hundred dollars. So uh, I've got two guys here that will accept the bribe, and one of them say, knows numbers, right? <laughs> That's right. One of yeah. one of them actually well, analytically. So does one know of them's that. desperate. There, there were there were two key questions I had. Number one, how much does the guy get paid that collects NFL players' pee? Because and watches them. Yeah, because like if that guy's getting paid like two hundred thousand dollars a year, then fifty grand's not enough. Right. But if he's making like thirty grand a year, then absolutely. I, I disagree. I disagree. I totally disagree because everybody's lifestyle standard is adjusted for their current conditions. So this is, you know, refs take fees all the time. And depending on the sport, what does a ref make? They can make a couple hundred K a year, right? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. And they take, and they take uh, bribes. They have historically. Uh, and why? Because they have a boat, a big house. They've got two ex-wives. They've got gamble a gambling problem. Again, it's if it's in Vegas, it's okay. We we you can we're just gonna say look my name. Way. You don't have to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... I think it. I, I don't think it matters if they're making ten bucks an hour. If they're, I mean, you know, if they're making twenty bucks an hour, they're making uh, making two hundred k a year. Yeah. I really don't. I just think and just the, as susceptible. And the other key question I had was, okay, if I get caught, can you take the money from me? Right. So that's why we asked you. Because if they can take the money from me, then I'm less likely to take it. But <laughs> if you're telling me, hey, they got it, they're probably just going to fire me and move on, then I'm taking the money. Let's do it. Yeah. So for the record, if you work at Sam and Ash and you are taking bribes <laughs> from the uh, from from Allstate, um, then I we will not only fire you, we're also going to come back for that money uh, okay. because that, that you just you just took money from our client. So, that doesn't happen, by the way. I'm just, but I'm I'm throwing that. It's just an inter, It's an interesting. See what I'm getting at? It's a. It's more of a, a civil process, a lawsuit that would that would occur to try to get that money back if it was unfairly gained through fraud or whatnot in the course and scope of an employment relationship. That's a decision made by Rocky. Rocky and will make that decision. We'd have to wake him up. Darn right. We'd have to wake him up and say, hey, what are we doing here? Uh, pro hockey player taunts a black opponent with racist gestures. So this happened in the Ukrainian Hockey League over the weekend. Uh, they got into it, and the white player, uh, Andre Deniskin, uh, got sent off, uh, turns around, and gives a uh, a bad, bad um, signal to Jalen Smerick. Uh, Smer I, I apologize there. He's ejected. Uh, immediately ripped for the move by viewers and onlookers. So anything legal to this in terms of 
the black player in terms of suing anyone, or is this just uh, something where we know that Denson has now been suspended for two games? Well, first off, I saw the clip. I saw it from, you know, from Ukrainian TV. And the thing that I found most heartening about it is that immediately the Ukrainian commentator, I speak Czech, it's a very similar language. Immediately the commentator called it out for what it was, that it was a racist gesture and that the player was being ejected from the game. Now, I love that because I love that there was an immediate reaction right and um and i think you know are there damages no that that there's i don't think there's a suit i mean there there certainly would be a basis for a suit but then what are your damages and and in look it's hockey again i always come back to this it's hockey the um you're 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 not supposed to be subject to abuse but at the same time you know, you get you can get actually really hurt in the sport. So, so, so anytime there's a lawsuit, you can have a wrongful act. In fact, you can have a disgusting, vile, terrible act. But you have to prove what your damages are. And I doubt this player, um, the the victim here, has any real damages other than, you know, watching some guy be a racist pos. Uh, is there any difference that it happened in Ukraine and not the United States with how Ukraine might handle something like that? <laughs> I'm I, okay. And speaking as a Eastern European, and I spent a lot of time in Eastern Europe, I'm, I, I get, I'm, I'm surprised. I don't want to say surprised. I am. I must, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised at the outcry, public outcry in the moment, immediately condemning this. Because I will tell you, 20 years ago, uh, the commentators might have laughed, and that's mm. you know that's a tough one. You know, I'm and I'm just being I'm being I'm, I'm just telling you I'm being candid here, and uh, and so I I really think is there anything different? I mean, they have a completely different legal system than we do, so I can't speak to that. But but I definitely like I I definitely was encouraged by the fact that this was immediately condemned. We have a minute left. Real quick, one question. Ohio State kid gets thrown out of the game by his coach. They get mad at him. They send him off. He throws his gloves into the stands. I'm wondering about this, and I know they're gloves, so it's not overly dangerous, but you know what? You hit someone in the eye, and you never know what happens. Can I, in the stands, if I get hit with those gloves, sue the kid? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. There was and a... uh, the kid, yeah, that's you don't you cannot throw anything into the stands. You might even be able to school, uh, sue the school. I mean, he's a player. He's there on the team. Uh, I would definitely, if I, if somebody got hurt from that, if a, you know, a baby or kid got that in their eye and, and was blinded, something like that, I'd bring in the school. Yeah, we had a uh, two years ago UNLV in Nevada. Their game ended with a fight on the field, and there was a uh, helmets that were swung towards fans. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've uh, that's a lot worse than gloves. My colleague got hit in the head with a uh, soda bottle. Mountain, Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. Was is that why he got moved to the other show? <laughs> No, 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 not that colleague. Colleague at the paper. Not, not that paper. colleague. Colleague at the newspaper. And, and, and she has gone on to work for Raiders.com. Yes. So, so she's, she's done doing really well. well for herself. Perfect. Well, he is Sam. It's Sam and Ash. SamandAshLaw.com. 702-820-1234. Sam, we appreciate it. Thank, Thank you for you, joining Sam. us Thank this morning. You. Appreciate you guys. Have Take a great care. day. You too. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, don't, uh, don't throw your gloves in the crowd. Don't throw anything. Don't throw your helmet in the crowd. That's probably a bad idea. What does it say on the back of the ticket? Yes. It literally says, 
objects can come in, come at you at any time, and we bear no legal responsibility for uh, your injuries. First off, I think that's only baseball. Second and off, when's the last time you had a physical ticket in your hand? Ooh. Well, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 no I think that. Tyler just won this. Cause, yeah, there's yeah. no way I'd even remember that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, haven't had a physical no. ticket in my hand. I've I've been to the Gold Cup. You didn't even have to. When did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse <laughs> come out? I mean, you're not even. 2018? Even parking pass now. I just got uh, a note about a parking pass for a game this week. I'm like, all right, digitally. Yeah. I mean, like, they don't used to put parking passes on your on your car and everything. Now it's, you know, look up at your phone and you better you better have the app or you won't be able to find it. Yeah, I went to the the soccer game, Seattle and Leon, uh tickets, obviously right. digital. Parking pass, we paid 20 bucks to park by the stadium. It was digital, digital. too. Yeah, everything was digital. And it's cashless inside the Stadium, too. So. I, I will say I am annoyed at that. Which part? Which cashless. One? Yeah. It's quicker, but... Hurts people that don't have checking accounts. I have a checking account. I just, you know, I shouldn't have access to it. $500, I will watch you, Pete. Coming up next, the AL wildcard could be one of the greatest postseason races we've ever seen. Call Sam at Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Bischoff's Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bischoff's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. The Marcus Arroyo Radio Show is tonight. 6.30 to 7.30 out at Parkway Tavern. So you can head out to meet Coach Arroyo, ask him some questions, or you can listen right here on ESPN Las Vegas starting at 6.30 if you want to head out and see uh, Marcus Arroyo and the coaches show. It is at the volunteer location for uh, Parkway Tavern tonight. So 6.30 to 7.30 or listen to it right here. Now, the American League wildcard. Uh, first off, the Yankees are in the first wild card spot. They're two games ahead of Boston, who's a half game ahead of Seattle. The Mariners are 18 games over 500. They have a negative 50 run differential. Uh, they're a half game ahead of Toronto, who's plus 167. Now, in the wild card scenario, because there's a bunch of teams that are bunched up here, uh, Jeff Passan went through the potential tiebreaker scenarios in a lot of these. And so what would be amazing is if we had three teams finish tied for the two wildcard spots in the American League, because here's here's what would happen. You would have three teams, and, and we'll just denote them as Team A, Team B, and Team C right now. If there's a three-way tie for the two wildcard spots, Team A would host Team B, okay. and the winner of that game would go straight to the wildcard game. Then Team B, or who, excuse me, whoever lost whoever the game lost between Team A and Team B would go on the road to play Team C. Okay. Loser is out. Winner, winner goes, goes to, play to the team wild a. card game. Okay. So, and then you would have the one game wild, wild card, card to get into the actual divisional round. But the best part of this is that teams would get to pick whether they were Team A, Team B, or Team C. So, mm. in hey. this scenario. What? With, with, oh. 
So if they all finish tied, right? I got you. I got. There's I, a I've three. There's a three team playoff. Yeah. To get into the wild card game. I got you. But the teams get to pick which scenario they're in. Okay. So what if everyone wants to be C? No. Well, okay. No. No. So you go, there's a pecking order. There's a pecking order of. Okay. They go. They go to the Red Sox first the, and say, "Who right. do you want to be?" Okay. Yeah. Right. There'd be a pecking order based on okay. regular season record, but right, I got the team. you. So I, I got again, you. Team A. Right. Would host the first game yeah, against B, and if they win, they're in. They're in. Right. Team B would go on the road to play Team A, and if they win, they're in. If they lose, just like Team A, you have to go on the road and play Team C. Then so, I probably want to be A. So A and B a and get B. two shots. Yeah, they get two. And shots. And if you get lucky enough to win the first one, you're yes. in. Yes, Team C only gets one shot. Oh, so, you want to be A or B. A is the obvious choice yeah. because you get a home game, and if you win that yeah. home game, you're in. You're if in. you lose, you still have another chance, though you have to go on the road. The question is, would you rather be B or C? Because if you're B, you lose. get two shots, Yeah, but they're both, both on, on the, the road. road. Whereas if you're Team C, you only get one shot. You get one game. You lose that game. Your season is over, but it's at home, and you get to play the loser of a team that just played the night before. I, Meaning I you know, get your yeah. ace versus yeah. their number two, and their bullpen presumably was okay. used some. You have a completely rested you, bullpen. It's what's going to happen if, for whatever reason, the Dodgers and Giants tie and the Cardinals are waiting uh, for in the wild card spot. They'd have to play someone. So I would take, I would take C because I'd want my ace going. So A is the obvious choice right. because you get a home game and, and you, you get win, two shots in. at it. Right. I think I. I would take B over C. Really? I would oh. take the Because you want shots. more than one shot? Because I get two shots and I'm on, even though I'm on the road for both of them, I have to lose twice. I, mean, I guess it depends that's, also on who your ace is. That's true. But I get two shots. I have to lose two games to be out. Whereas if I choose team Tough. C, I get a home game. You get I get your my ace. ace. I get to face a team that just played the night before. I get it. But I got one shot. I feel Man. like I feel like this whole system is designed for Tampa Bay. Well, we don't have it an ace. What abs- we have is an opener. <laughs> well, it absolutely helps Tampa Bay, who's going to end up being the one seed here. If there's a three-way tie, Tampa Bay could be playing a team that's like on their the game one of the Tampa Bay series would be like a team playing their fourth do-or-die game. Like they would have burned <laughs> through their top three pitchers just to get to Tampa. So again, this is if all three teams, if there is a three-way tie for the two wild card spots, this is what they would do. And it is... <laughs> Here's what it's I love tough. about it. It's tough it's, between B and C. A is the obvious yeah. choice. It's a it's a crazy format, but I love that the teams get to pick which choice they want. I love that you're putting teams in a situation where they have to decide: Do I want two road games? So the or Yankees, one home Yankees game? have the first pick right now. Well, well, right now the Yankees are in because they're right. two games up on Boston okay. for the first wild card spot. But so I think be- so. Jeff Passan went through it. If it finished, if Boston. Uh, Toronto and New York all finished tied. Boston would actually have the first pick and would likely take a, and Toronto would have the second pick. So the Yankees would just be left with whatever the other, they're going to wait shoot. to see whoever that yeah, comes out just, of it. Yeah. But if it's Seattle, then I think, I think Toronto might have the first pick and then see, or something like that. I don't know exactly what it is, but I love that the, the teams get to pick because this is, we talk about every now we'd and both, then with, I think we both pick C. I would pick B. No, I take B. No matter who your ace is, I'm taking B. I'm I want taking two A. Games. Like I'm, 
No, I'm taking A to begin with. Oh, yeah. oh okay. A, we're all taking yeah, A. We're all but if, I, if I pick next, yeah. and I know you, I know it's a completely rested Scherzer, then I'm probably taking him at home. I'm taking B. I'm really? taking B. I'm taking the two games. Wow. Got to go on the road. I know, but that I'm doesn't. Taking B. No, I'm more. I'm more. I'm yeah. more it's thinking baseball. about the pitching. I don't care about going yeah. on the road. I'm taking B. Uh, like unless I have one good pitcher and everybody else sucks. That's what I'm saying. If and, you have an ace who's so much better than everyone, but unless then it's the I still, Rockies. But I still trust I that guy to win. I still trust if that guy's that good. I still trust him to win the first game on the road. Yeah, I'm still that's a great. Well, first, first of all, it's a great format. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great and format. Like the teams choosing their own yeah. like scenario. It's awesome. Like it's we've talked about it's one a of the lot things baseball came up with. That's right. really cool. It, the problem well, is it never happens because you have to have that, three teams. That tied was to the actually wild card my question: spot. Has this ever happened, or is this something that like a bunch of dudes in a boardroom basically went? Well, what happens if three teams yeah. tie? Yeah. Well, no. So what's funny actually? So Jeff Passan wrote this story, and there's there's a chance. So this is a three team tie. There's five teams that are still alive because Oakland is still barely hanging on. But there is a chance there's a five way tie. And Jeff Passan wrote that that's not even in baseball's rule book. Then I'm taking W, <laughs> whatever the hell that is. Jeff Passan was like, baseball, they don't even have a tiebreaker oh for five God. teams. That would be awesome. Like everyone, you put it in a hat and just start picking no, teams. No, 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 round robin. <laughs> everybody plays everybody. The, the divisional round will start like two yeah. weeks after the National League. Because if, it, if it's four teams, you just have a, basically a semifinal. Yeah. Two teams play, losers winners, out. Winner, the winners, yeah, play, winners and losers out. And the winners are in yeah. the wild card game. What, what baseball really needs is to go even further into NHL, NFL, and at the start of the NBA season in yeah. order to really get those get ratings Get people up. fired up. Yeah. Yeah, the, the snowstorm in the World Series would be nice. That would be good. <laughs> but that's the other fun part of this is it all has to be done in like – Three or four days. Well, that's what I'm. Yeah, because I mean, the, the, the divisional series have to start. You're in October. At yeah, this point. the ALD. Well, they're already scheduled. Yeah, the ALDS I mean, starts on Thursday. Thursday after the season ends. So season ends on a Sunday. Right. You have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to get all this hashed out, and then that team's got to play a divisional round on. So you'd Thursday. go. We were talking about earlier. If the Dodgers and Giants played on Monday night, they're playing Tuesday for the wild card game against, I think, against I think, the Cardinals. Right. I think the NL wild card game is Wednesday. I believe. Okay. So right, if, but you're going back. Okay. Then, right. So if the NLDS starts on Friday, there's always one day to travel. Yeah. So okay. see, I, I believe the NL wild card game is Wednesday and, and the start, NLDS starts Friday. Friday. Okay. So yeah. So in that scenario, Dodgers giants would probably play Monday, Wednesday. Some the winner would play the loser would play. Loser Wednesday, would then play the Cardinals. And Wednesday, the winners in the NLDS. And, the, and then the winner of the wild card game would go play that yeah. same team again. Right. On Friday to start the NLDS. I hope it happens there in the AL. Oh, I hope yeah. they and they all they're it's like televised and they all have to sit at a table. Oh yeah, like announce it like, like what do you want, Boston? Yes. You are up. Yeah, oh, we man. will take A. It'd be incredible. <laughs> It'd be absolutely incredible if we could get this. I again, there's almost no chance it happens. No, Yankees are up two on Boston, yeah. two and a half on Seattle, three on Toronto with five games to play. But it'd be tremendous if we got it. Honestly, I'm I'm on board if we just get two teams that tie for one spot and we have. We'd have Monday. Yeah, yeah, like, the Monday game. Like you could potentially have the Yankees get a wild card spot, and you could potentially have like Boston and Seattle right. tie for the second. So they've got to play that game, then turn around and play the wild card right. game against the Yankees. And if Just they try win to that, get there, turn around and play Tampa on Thursday. So yeah, it'd be I'm I'm on board for as many possible tiebreakers as we can have here. Be a this ton of great. Fun. Yeah, and somehow I did not know this existed, and I don't know if Major League Baseball did either until Passing <laughs> called up and said, "You guys realize you could have a three-way tie?" Uh oh, we do. We, we, that could happen. Well, let's just do it this way. It's so good. So yeah, <laughs> there and technically there's still five teams alive. The Oakland A's, I think they might have to win out 
uh, to get a wild card spot, but it's still technically possible for Oakland to get in the playoffs. Even though, do you know the Oakland A's have lost? I think it's now eleven straight games against the Mariners. <sighs> eleven straight against the same team. That's okay. How? What's more? What's more impossible? That or the Cardinals winning seventeen straight? I think what the A's I have do done too. because I do it's too. the same team. Yes, I mean, I do like, too. How? I was going to say the 17's incredible because they haven't lost in like weeks. But losing Yeah, but they to, got to play the Cubs. That's true. Uh, but losing 11 straight to the same team is when, pretty remarkable. When you're above 500 right. and you, I mean, they're not going to make it. But they they're were, not the Orioles. They were in the playoff race. Right. They Until they collapsed a month ago, they were had a legitimate shot. They were in a wild card spot. They were pushing the Astros for the AL West until they just completely fell off the face of the earth. Like... And and part of that's because they've lost eleven yeah. in a row to the Mariners, who it, are not that good. Are the Astros at the first round set? Uh, the Astros' magic numbers one. Uh, who they will get though? They'd get uh, the White Sox most likely. Okay. So unless if the Astros win out and the Rays lose out, the Astros get the one. Get the one seed. So that's not happening. That's not uh, otherwise, it'll be Astros, White Sox, and really it's just Rays a against one of these forty teams yes. that might be tied to yeah. you. So. And it's just a matter of who gets home field between Astros and White Sox. So. It's pretty much set outside of who's in the wild card game, but not technically clinched yet. We need to go to break, but am I the only one that keeps forgetting the Brewers are in first they're place? Good. And yeah. they're good. Yes. Like, I just have literally. I think it's because like, the Cardinals, the Cardinals haven't lost to them in a month they either. they got to be in first place. Yeah. They've won 17 in a row. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. like six games back. Yeah. yeah. They've won 17 in a row and have no, had no shot to catch the Brewers. <laughs> In that 17-game run, the, the Brewers clinched the division. The Cardinals are going to lose, though, because he's going to set up next week. He, I don't, Who knows what he's going to do oh, over the weekend? Oh, you have to. You yeah, he's not, just, yeah, you're yeah. not going to care about this streak. you yeah. got to set everything up for next week You've for, got to set for the up. wild card game. Of everything has to be set up. you got to be ready to play Max Scherzer and the Dodgers. Dave Roberts will forget no pitch Scherzer on Sunday. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Like Jared said, we got to go to break. It's not ideal, but I don't think anybody felt it. You know, expected to be in that or be asked that question on something that's a, a voluntary decision, I guess, in a sense. But we'll see. I mean, we hope we hope not. We hope we have full team for the entire year and understand that on all accounts and what what research says and things like that that it's safe and, and you know we're all in the same boat. So we hope you know he's available and not we adjust accordingly. I have people in my family that. Um, I'm tight with, and I spend a lot of time around, and you know, I'm just not going. I'm just not going to put their their health, their lives in danger because you know, I want to hold a a big research When you know, as a kid, I had to get shots my whole life, and before I went to college, I had to get shots, and I couldn't tell you one thing about any of them. So, if if it's something that you know, I've had people in my family actually die. And people actually lose their lives to it. Like, I'm not. And it's a way for me to protect myself and, and the people that I love. I'm going to do it. You know, it was, it was pretty simple. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. I know um, that I was very skeptical uh, about it all. Um, but after doing my research and things of that nature, I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's why I decided to do it. I don't think that they are... Uh, behaving like good teammates or, or good citizens. Um, this is a war that we're involved in, and masks and uh, vaccines, they are the weapons that we use to fight this war. And uh, when you're not going to be cooperative with that, 
you're working against the effort to make everybody safe. And, uh, you know, we, we can't have that. That, that. that doesn't work for everybody. You're locked in the press box. I asked you guys earlier in the show, when's the last time you had a paper ticket? As Jared just brought up in the break, when's the last time you worried about making a long-distance call? I mean, I can't even tell you. If I have to make a call, I just pick up the cell phone and start dialing numbers. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't pay the bills, so they might be costing me more, but what do I know? I don't know. I don't would pay you any bills. Know if, they cost you more? if they were costing you more, <laughs> I would know. You, you would know. I would know. <laughs> you uh, would suddenly get sat down and be like, so I noticed you've been calling India a lot. Would you guys ever go back to the flip phone? Yes. My Would son's I doing ever? it. My son's doing that because he thinks this this iPhone has taken up way too much of his time with apps and everything, and he just can't get off it. So he's just going back to the flip phone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your son's going back to like Motorola Razor. Well, I what he said was, phone? and you might have read about this. What he said was they're making a comeback. Yeah, like they're actually well, they're they're coming back to where because of what I just said, where they you start looking at the usage and you actually taught me how to do it on my phone. <laughs> And it's somewhat disturbing some days. Well, they're they're coming out with smartphones that you can flip that are flip okay, phones well, now. That might be it, but it's just not going to have no. all of the app and everything on it. Uh, well, you know, that that's more of what you he's talking about. Like the simple, like the 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 Nokia brick. Yeah, that they're they're coming back because basically their batteries last forever because all they do is text yeah. and call, text and call, and. That's all that they're used for. It's it's yeah. a cell phone. It's not a computer in right. your pocket. But I don't believe Ed's son is getting the Nokia brick. I don't or... think he's getting a brick. What he wants is a, a phone that, like Jared said, texts and calls. He doesn't want apps anymore. He's actually going to get a phone that doesn't yeah. have I would apps. love to have he that. Does, he, he, he has come to the conclusion that he spends way too much time, and if he had a phone that had it on it, he essentially couldn't not do the stuff. He yeah. could not do the apps because they're right. there for you. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Look, he's saying he's doing it for a 23-year-old to say you're going to do something like that and do it yeah. is a big jump. But that yeah, he's yeah. actually thinking about it, I didn't even know those phones were coming back. I had no idea until mm -hmm. he said it because I assumed there's, with the iPhone 13, it's just getting crazier there, and crazier. There's a uh, great Dennis Miller quote, which is, uh, never have lives less lived have been more well-documented. Like, literally, everyone is on their phone all right. the time taking pictures instead of, like, yeah. living. Tyler scared me when he showed me my usage. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, that's disturbing. I mean, <laughs> I've come to the same conclusion. I'm, on, just, I'm on my phone way too much as well. but I. He's not going to get a brick. I don't think yeah. he'll do that. But he's going to really, get something that tones down the... Not only the usage, but his his inability. He, he wants an inability to push a button on every two seconds. Yeah, but I, I I still believe it's a net positive in my life. Oh, oh I I mean, oh boy, I've already been on TikTok for five hours this week. Yeah, and that's <laughs> just that's TikTok. That, that's just TikTok. That though. is just TikTok. And yeah, check out Tyler's Tinder. Four hours on Twitter, two hours on Instagram, an Wait, hour on my on. fantasy football app. Hold on, you've been on. TikTok longer than Twitter? Yeah, five hours. Well, That's so it's surprising. because it's continuous. So That's like, so as soon as the thing ends, stops. another one plays. Yeah. Well, you got to swipe, but yeah. Wow. That is the other. Well, okay. That's just on my phone. I will say I often will have my laptop in front of me while I'm on TikTok and have Twitter open. So. <laughs> Woo. Hey, if he can do it, I'll give him credit. We'll <gasps> see. 
It's a big jump. It's a big jump. I've been on my fantasy football app for an hour and three minutes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. I've been on Corgi Dash for 13 minutes this week. How often have you played that thing? Way too much, apparently. 